Eric Schmidt led the transformation of Google into the tech behemoth that it is today, but he and Google have parted ways. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is Google reporter Rich Nieva, who broke the story on Schmidt leaving his advisor role to the company back in February. Thanks for joining us, Rich. Yeah, thank you for having me. So let's step back and catch people up on Schmidt, since uh, he has been sort of out of the Google headlines for a while. You know, he had served at Google for nearly two decades, but he's had more of a limited role recently, right? Could you kind of run us through that? Yeah, yeah. So definitely in the in the past few years, his role had been uh, very diminished. So the the timeline goes: he he stepped in as CEO in two thousand one. Uh, and he served in that role for a decade until 2011 before he uh, handed the reins back to uh, Larry Page. Uh, he stepped, he moved, he left an operational role in uh, 2017 uh, when he said he was stepping down from uh, executive chairman and then finally left the board completely in uh, 2019. So he had been gone from the, the everyday picture for a while. Okay. And he was playing mostly an advisory role, correct? He was, yeah, uh, but but my story is that he left that role quietly in uh, in February. Why do you think he's he's left, or why 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 now? It, there there are a couple of things that it could be. Um, you know, there there have been at Google a, a next generation of leaders that have kind of stepped up to run the company. There's Sundar Pichai, who now runs Google and Alphabet, its its parent company, and Ruth Porat, who's uh, their chief financial officer, who is kind of taken that that number two role. Um, and so, you know, there might not be the need for, for someone like him. Um, there's also what's really interesting. He's been stepping up his, his game in, uh, government projects Schmidt has lately. Oh yeah. He's been kind of a, I mean, he's stirred some controversy for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So last week, uh, New York governor, Andrew Cuomo said that Schmidt would be helping out with, uh, I think the word that they used was reimagining, uh, New York's tech infrastructure uh, during the pandemic and after. So like things like telehealth and uh, how offices are managed, things like that. And that has rubbed some folks the wrong way or, or what, what has been the reaction to that, to, um, to Schmidt sort of stepping up his role outside of Google? There's, there's been some backlash, especially from folks who are kind of questioning, you know, what should the role of big tech be in, in the public sector, you know, given his ties to Google, um, he's, he's, Smith has also, um, been more active in the, the defense community. So he, he's on two boards, um, that kind of advise, uh, the U.S. government on AI and, and things like that for, for, uh, for the military. Um, and there's been some scrutiny there about, about Schmidt's role and, and, Maybe pushing Google's financial interests before before anything else. So there's there's kind of a lot of controversy swirling around him and um, you know things that he's been doing lately. And he made some comments recently about big tech that have um, drawn the ire of a, a bunch of folks, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was on a discussion uh, a couple of weeks ago um, with the Economic Club of New York, and he said that. Americans, you know, should really be grateful for for big tech right now. He cited Amazon as as one, you know, one of the things where like, look how helpful this company is. They're they're giving you they're they're delivering you stuff during this this crisis. So we should be grateful that 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 big tech was able to get this funding and and can help you now, uh, which is kind of rubbed people the wrong way given kind of the backlash that big tech has had over the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's I feel like it's a very like Blade Runner esque or like a like a sci fi dystopian s. Esque- 
Like you should all be grateful to your big tech overlords. Like that's that's sort of the I know that's not what he meant, but I feel like that's what a lot of folks are taking this as is like because these companies are most likely will emerge out of this crisis stronger than ever, right? More folks are dependent on these services than ever before. Yeah, including Google. I mean, YouTube usage has has surged, uh, and you know they're dealing with uh, issues as well with with misinformation about about COVID nineteen on their platform. So, uh, yeah, it, it looks like the, the pandemic is kind of making big tech stronger. So, uh, you know, it's not all controversy. I do want to look back at some of the legacy that Schmidt left at Google. What did he bring to the company? So he was originally brought in as you know the the term that people use a lot is adult supervision for Larry Page and Sergey Brin, the, the founders, because um, they started it as, as grad school students. And he was kind of the person who was going to come in and, you know, whip Google into shape as, as a big company. Uh, and he did that. He was very successful in that. He um, led the company's IPO in 2004. Um, and under him, Google really left it or, or expanded beyond its roots as a search company. And, you know, they went into mobile devices. They went into online video. And so he really expanded the scope of the company. And now it's, you know, it's obviously it's one of the biggest players in the world. It pretty much has its hands in just about every aspect of our lives now, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a big reason that Google restructured itself as Alphabet, uh, which is, the you know, it's it's in the weeds, but it's the parent company that runs Google. But it basically allows them to just kind of go into different sectors that you wouldn't imagine Google being in and uh, give them kind of an, an operational structure to do that. So that includes like driverless cars and uh, health tech and things like that. Yeah, and you talked a bit about the, the management shakeup. Uh, Sundar Pichai is now the, the CEO of Alphabet, Google's parent company. Uh just curious if you know things have changed, the direction has changed, or you know what about the the corporate culture has changed with sort of this new influx of managers, you know, relative to Schmidt and sort of the older guard. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that changed it's is, is just the sheer size of the company. Uh, Alphabet has uh, more than one hundred and twenty thousand people around the world, uh, which is a far cry from like. You know the the garage startup that we think of when 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 we think of like when Google first was founded. So that just means uh, it's you know it's less freewheeling. It's a little bit more buttoned up. Google used to be famous for these these TGIF meetings, uh, these all hand company meetings where they they would just kind of hash everything out. But those have become less frequent and uh, a lot more tight lipped. I mean, say you'd say that it's a it's a bit of a safer, more conservative company at this point. Definitely safer. Definitely more of a, 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 a traditional company. Well, that's a wrap. You can check out Rich's story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, leave us a voicemail at 862-250-5713 for The Daily Charge. I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>